Hey, Painless Podheads, it's Chris Elwick from Painless Networking here, and finally I've got the fourth chat of four from Northwestern's Masters in Sports Administration Facilities of the Future Symposium. Uh, let's just blame technical difficulties, uh, which is really operator error here for taking so long. My bad. Before we start, though, please remember Wednesday, this Wednesday, that's tomorrow if you're listening on the day this comes out. September 5th is our next painless gathering for those of you in the Chicago area. Don't wait any longer to get tickets. you got to get your ticket to get in, get through security uh, in the Google building. And uh, so, so head to the pod description for the link to Entrepreneurs Creating Impact Networking with a Purpose. It's going to be awesome. You'll get to meet FK Day. He's the co-founder of the hugely successful SRAM Bike Components Company in Chicago. And he's put that success to work founding World Bicycle Relief. WBR has already donated over 400,000 bikes. Yes, 400,000 bikes, helping students, healthcare workers, entrepreneurs, and others across Africa, South America, and Southeast Asia. And FK is going to tell us the story of how it all came about and how he's built it. And then I'll also be joined by our friend of the pod, Carrie Pinkowski from the Chicago Marathon. He's been the race director since the late 80s. And uh, he's grown the race from a local grassroots event with a few thousand runners to one of the biggest and best in the world. You know the runners through the marathon have raised over $200 million for charity? Well, we're going to talk to both of these guys about building and keeping a brand that is tied to a sense of community and keeping it real, keeping it authentic, and continuing to give back. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow night, September 5th, 5.30 at WBR headquarters in Chicago's West Loop. Get those tickets. All right, enough of me. Let's get it going on episode 52, this great chat with Julia Million. Millen and Jane Obringer. Julia was the now outgoing president of the MSA student board, graduated in uh, June, works full-time at Northwestern in large gifts, like 5 million plus donations. Jane is an MSA alum as well. She's giving back as an alumni advisor now, as well as playing a big role over at Wise Chicago. And uh, she finds some time to get full-time job uh, working at Learfield College and get married uh, she just got married about two weeks ago. Congrats, Jane. And uh, silly me, I forgot to clarify if she's Jane Obringer or now Jane Dunlap. So sorry if I'm identifying you correctly, Jane. All right, enough of me. It's time right now to get connected with Julia and Jane. Enjoy. Hey, welcome back to the Painless Podcast. Today we're at the Northwestern MSA Symposium and beautiful, I mean beautiful, especially looking out over the lake. We're, we're not in like the 5,000% humidity, so it's really nice inside in the air conditioning looking out at the playpen on Lake Michigan. But I'm here today, the special episode with uh, Julia Millen who's a program coordinator of Principal Gifts at Northwestern University, also the president of the MSA Student Leadership Council. And a round of applause, she's walking. She's, gra- she's not just walking anywhere. She's graduating officially next uh, Friday, which would be the 22nd of June, which may be actually before we air this episode, but... Uh, congratulate her nonetheless. And then uh, a wily veteran is also with us, Jane Obringer, who graduated and uh, finished up in this program in 2014. She's a manager of partnership solutions at Learfield in Chicago and serves as an alumni advisor with the MSA program. So uh, what the heck is a manager of partnership solutions at Learfield, Jane? Give us a rundown of 20 seconds or less. What do you do? 
Sure. So I work with four to five different sales executives on our national sales sponsorship team. So we have the multimedia rights for 130 schools across the U.S. Our sellers are trying to find brands to partner with these schools, ideally 10, 20, 30 plus schools across the partnership. And I help support these sellers by putting together their proposals through graphic design mock-ups, through research, through ideation, and all kind of a thematic throughout the whole proposal and partnership to take to these brands to try to sell them into our schools. And do you do probably coordinate and do some of as well research on opportunities, not just what's at the school, but what are a fit for a brand or whatever you're going to be working with too, right? Like you're kind of spearheading or pulling all that stuff together? Correct. Yes. Um, It's kind of twofold. We're always constantly prospecting and looking at the potential brands and maybe someone's getting into the college space locally. Like, Can they come to the national sales and partner with multiple of our schools? Or there's a deal coming down in the professional um, league space. Like, Does it make sense for them to come to collegiate, um, partner with collegiate sports too? Okay. Um, so then we take those ideas or prospects and we put together a full proposal across the 10, 20 schools that might make sense for that brand to partner with our schools in those markets through the research, like you're saying, making sure that our college sports fans are the perfect demo for this um, brand, like their target consumers are our college sports fans. And, and how long have you been at, at uh, Learfield? I've been there four years this June. So you basically started there as you were finishing up? Or? Correct. I I did my last quarter of Northwestern's program while I was working full-time. I got hired in June and then I finished in August. Great. Double duty. Nice. We'll talk, we'll come back to a little bit of how you got in the door in the first place too, Mm -hmm. because I think people want to hear that uh, as well, a little bit more background, but that would be, that would be disrespectful to Julia Millen, who's the president of the student leadership council. We got to respect the president, right? I, uh, yeah, she's like, yeah, no, no, (laughs) stop it. But, uh, Julia, uh, what, uh, tell us a little bit about your, so you're working full time right now while you're finishing up your yes. program, right? So n- another double duty, but pro- like program coordinator, principal gifts within, within Northwestern, what is, what's a day to day and there may not be one typical day, but what, what's some of the stuff that you do on a daily, weekly basis? Sure. So principal gifts at Northwestern are defined by any gift over $5 million. So I am helping the president of Northwestern, Morton Shapiro, work um, on his all of his prospects and making sure all the information he has for his donor meetings are up to date. And he is able to go into the meetings with uh, our prospect managers and the prospect themselves and feel confident and ready to make the ask. Wow. So f- the, that's large donations. Five, yes. five million plus. How did, so like I mentioned, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to you, Jane, but while you have the floor, Julia, how, how did you get this job in the first place? Is this, uh, have you been here for a while? Is that something you landed after you started uh, the, the master's program or, you know, how'd you get here? So I started the master's program while I was working in development for a local high school up in Evanston. Um, it was kind of a, it was a small shop, so we did a little bit of everything. During that job, I also had an internship with Northwestern Football working game day. Jeez. Yeah, it was a great time. I absolutely so loved triple, it. You like triple duty person. Yes. Holy cow. <laughs> um, from that internship, I was able to land a full-time role within athletics, uh, doing ticket sales. And from there, uh, my ultimate goal is to be an athletic director. So um, a lot of athletic directors have that development background. So I moved into this role recently, about six months ago. So that's part of your... I mean, there's... I, I would... 
say to be careful that there's really no certain, you know, there's certainly not a specific path you would take to be an athletic director, for example, or, you know, for any role, but to be an athletic director. But that's right now what you are uh, tracking towards, hoping to, uh, shooting for is being an AD, correct? Absolutely. And is there, you know, are you, they had you do this in your classes, like you're, you're refined down to, I want to be at a power five school with, you know, or is it more, you're going to see where that ride goes at this point. I'm going to see where it takes me. I'm definitely open uh, to many different ideas. Um, a power five is obviously the main goal, but you know, the smaller schools, the MAC conferences are going to see their day. And you know, I want to be wherever, wherever the next step can take me. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm coming back, Jane, but now I, while we're on Julia topic, are you with this, these large donation uh, individuals, or, or and corporations, or is it pr- primarily individuals that you're working with from principal gifts? It's individuals, but also foundations. R- okay, right. Okay, that makes sense. Now, I'm I'm am I correct in guessing that there are going to be people or already were folks that would fall into that bucket that are also overlapping with the giant four hundred million dollar athletic. Um, fundraising program that's going on that's seeing the new facilities being built on the lakefront or do they so my question is are you overlapping directly with the athletic department and coordinating things with them uh, or does this have to operate in more silos how, how does that you know I'm a, I'm probably leading you on but assuming that that is a good way to figure out all different sides of the athletic department and rest of university administration, right? Definitely. So um, obviously Northwestern has their professional schools and their schools and programs, which is, obviously includes athletics. But the great thing about my office is that 5 million is 5 million. And it doesn't matter if it's with Kellogg or with athletics, we're working oh, okay. on it. Okay. Yeah. So it's that, so it's actually is totally, it's, it's trying to um, collaborate across whatever it is. Cause it could be the business school. It could be the, okay. Yeah. The athletic department that, okay. That's great personal opinion, but I mean, that's the way it should operate. You can't operate in silos. So that's got to give you good exposure to all these different parts of the university, right? Yeah. And we have some wonderful donors that really donate to multiple areas. So we have some that are donating to our medical programs and to athletics. So just being able to see where these, the the interest of the donors lies has been fascinating. Okay. Well, that's my goal. One of these days when I grow up is that I've got enough (laughs) money to give multiple Mm -hmm. seven figure donations to uh, my university which is not Northwestern. But uh, anyway, the uh, uh, sports, like how, how did you have the, this interest in sports? Where did that, is that always been a, you know, a goal? Were you a big athlete or, you know, where did that come from? So I have been a multi-sport athlete since I was very young. I started off with swimming. I've played basketball, lacrosse. I still play lacrosse. I currently also do CrossFit. So it's always been athletics in my mind. Um, I also speak a lot of languages, so that was originally the goal. What, did you sleep? <laughs> we got Barely. like four jobs, we're CrossFit, we're volunteering, we're running this board. Holy cow. I'm very active, yeah, but sounds um, like I have always, I'm also a coach, so I've loved the kind of front-facing role and working with the athletes, but I also have a lot of respect for the administrative side, and I think that's really where the change occurs, and that's where I want to be a part of it. Cool. And Jane, the, the, my question to you too is how do you come back as an alumni advisor? You know, the big reason we're here today is this uh, Master's of Sports Administration program and the symposium. You're this advisor with the program. What, what ways do you give back? How, how are you staying involved with the program? I would say it starts from 
like my path to my current job and just seeing what I had to go through, knowing what I had to go through to get to my job and the networking it goes in, um, being a student here and getting to know the professors on a personal level as well as a professional level. They always they always have your best interests in mind and are willing to work with you and always meet with you. And so I come back because I want to do that and see that through with other students. Um, I really have a passion for helping other people. I would love to help maybe one day help people get jobs or network or put put things programs like these together I love I love this type of industry and I love giving back so I don't know Northwestern's a really special place and I love sports so it's a perfect tie-in how did you fit or how did you fit how did you find or pick I think I was combining the uh, this uh, program at Northwestern you know because I think that's what people listening are going well how do I even figure out where I go how did you pick NU that's a very good question I moved to Chicago after I graduated from the University of Notre Dame without a job. And I was trying to figure out my path. I was a marketing and graphic design major, and I thought I was going to go to the design route. Um, and as I graduated, I took an internship in sports, and I was like, this this is where I want to be. I was out on the road and helping sell sports products and things like that, and I wasn't sure if that was the right path. But when I came to back to Chicago, I started doing some research like, okay, how do I get into this industry with not a ton of um, sports background after that internship? And I really dug in and had a lot of um, connections through family and friends. And they were they told me about the program, and I wanted to stay in Chicago. And it was up and coming, and I knew I could get involved. Um, I had other connections tell me about the board too, so I knew I'd be able to be a part of that from the beginning. So um, between being in Chicago, Northwestern, the brand itself, that IP that we talk about every day, um, knowing the alumni relationships you have as when you talk to other Northwestern grads, it's there for life. Um, and then knowing too, I'd be able to be a part of it and help grow this program because it's only a little over 10 years old. And there's a lot right. of other bigger sports admin programs across the US. And I liked seeing this kind of already be I liked seeing this grow, and I knew it would continue to grow as I joined. Yeah, let me take one big uh, kind of basic step back because I'm I'm uh, not the sharpest knife in the drawer. But to get into this program at Northwestern, what what you is that what is that GMAT and what what do you do to get in? Like on top of your uh, application, you got good grades and you've mm-hmm. written application and references and all those kinds of things. Is that the other the other piece of it? Tell me, like you know. So um, a lot of the bigger universities are moving away from those standardized testing. It's a common trend. So uh, they did want to see your GRE scores, but it definitely wasn't, you know, heavily based upon that. What they really want to see is your statement of purpose, and they want Mm -hmm. to know what you're going to do with this degree. Personally, I wrote about um, I'm a big lacrosse player, and I love the sport of lacrosse, and I want to help it grow. So I wrote about how I want my capstone to be bringing lacrosse to Europe, and that's actually what I ended up two years later writing my capstone on. So I did stick true to my purpose. Yeah, wow. Um, so they really want to see that you're going to be using this degree, not not for good, so to speak, but that you have a, an idea mm-hmm. of where you want to go in life. Right, okay. Well, that's good because it's, it's got to be more than just taking the test, and that was what I'm mm-hmm. assuming that you've got people that are especially coming back to school that's got a. I would say you should put a high value on that. All right. Well, we've we are almost out of time. But before I do let you go, the question would be, you know, what's the the probably the most common either question or piece of advice that you give to people that are looking, considering going to a program like this? What do you hear the most, and what was what's your typical uh, response that you pass on to folks who's ready? You're both looking at each other. I'll go. I'll go. 
Go ahead. Um, so a lot of people ask me, why would you go to Northwestern? That's such an academic school for a sports degree. And I mean, yes, and Northwestern is known for their business schools and everything like that as well. But Northwestern has a, a growing athletics program. I mean, you see it with the facilities, mm-hmm. but also you have to think about the market. You have, yes, Northwestern University. You have Marquette up the street. You have DePaul. You have the Blackhawks. You have all the professional teams here. And that leads to a lot of opportunity that yeah, you just don't huge, have. Huge. Mm-hmm. Jane? I would piggyback off that and just saying all the, pro- the professors here are in the market. Um, you're taking classes with uh, agency, CEO of an agency, or um, who works for the White Sox and things. So they are in this market and being able to network and meet them and work with them and have them help you get jobs in the future is what kind of, I don't know, separates well, you, Northwestern. Well, right. You were mentioning about how you you, had, you knew networking was going to be important. Mm-hmm. Being in this city of Chicago, that's a good networking city and all the opportunities that you just pointed out, Julia. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to deny that, that all those things kind of converging here on this program. So, And I, I wanted to go, go, jump in yeah. and say that they're even expanding now to online. So they're trying to push good the point. program and grow in that aspect of even if you're not in Chicago, you can still join the program online across the U.S. It's a part-time or full-time, so it allows you the opportunity to be interning and going to school, kind of doing that networking on the side until you get that full-time. It's a very flexible program, and it allows you, even if you are working full-time, maybe not in sports, to get this degree and hopefully lead you to that sports path you want. Yeah, that's, that is a beauty of that now, because you're not bound on a class schedule or, or being in a certain market anymore. That's true. That's huge opportunity for folks. Okay, well, there's a whole bunch of ways that we're going to be able to get in, in touch with both of these ladies as well as the program, but we're not going to rattle them all off because we're going to just put them uh, as links into the podcast description for you. So check that out for ways to get a hold of both Julia and Jane and the program and more information and uh, any other parting shots, words of wisdom, ladies, or are we, we, we good today? You know, I would just say, as always, go cats. Oh boy. It had, <laughs> it was going so well until then. Jane? I would just say step out of your comfort zone be willing to go network when you don't know anyone because that's one thing I've learned and experienced it and I hope I can share that with someone else that in the end leads them to the right path. Man, see, why didn't you finish like that, Sorry. Julia? Why, I know. She, just, why I know. is she not the president? <laughs> no, that, Jane, that's that's great stuff. And you can also find Jane in, a, in another group of Plug Two with Wise. Mm-hmm. Very active with that. That's how we got to know each yes. other. Mm-hmm. And a uh, very impressive group and very Im- impressive uh, um well, young lady, I can say that now at the age I'm at, but two impressive ladies here with Jane and Julia. Thank you so much Thanks, for joining me today on the Painless Podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks to Jane and Julia for being good sports, as well as being patient to get this thing out, as well as Doug Bacher from the NUMSA program. And of course, to Solly, John, and Andy for making time for us at the symposium. I hope you've enjoyed all four. was Andy Totten from the Q Construction, who's been involved in most of Chicago's sports venue construction over the past couple decades. Number 50 is John Nemeth, who heads AECOM's sports venue work across North America. Talk a little bit about Oregon's recently um, opened Night Center. It's legendary already, and uh, U of I State Farm Center unique renovation. Uh, and 49 is Sally Fulp, based in Northern California heads up Learfield Campus Plus with an interesting background coming from college sports and college administration. All right. Four different perspectives coming from five different folks. Uh, Check the pod description for how you can connect with Jane and Julia, as promised, as well as the NUMSA program. And tickets. Hey, don't forget. 
you've skipped through the opening, painless, tomorrow, September 5th, join us at World Bicycle Relief Headquarters in Chicago's West Loop in the uh, Google building, as everybody calls it. I'm going to get out of your ear so you can get those tickets. It's Chris Hartwick saying, stay connected, friends. <laughs>